This is the Insurance Buzz, and we are your hosts, Michael and Courtney Weaver. We coach insurance professionals, business owners, and people just like you every day on how to live a life and have a business you are excited about. Here on the Insurance Buzz, we share the wins, the losses, and everything in between that comes with being married business partners, training in the insurance space, and growing our business side by side. We also connect with other business owners and leaders making their mark in the world and hopefully inspire you to make yours. Hey, welcome to the Insurance Buzz. We are your host, Michael and Courtney Weaver. And today we're going to be talking about our work-life journey. We are now officially three full weeks in of no longer working past 5 p.m. or on the weekends. Yeah, so work-life balance, we're relearning what that looks like. Yeah. And where we're at. And there is such thing, which I never would have said there was before. <laughs> so I want to jump into like my intention and kind of how I'm feeling. So when I started this, it was about having more time available for my family, for my personal life. And what I felt like was when I was at work, there were aspects where, you know, I wasn't giving my full attention to really where I was because I was being tugged on from a relationship standpoint or a hobby standpoint, or I could be doing these things if it's nice outside and I'm working, you know, all of that and vice versa. When I actually do take time for myself or my family, my brain is thinking about work. So I was half in and half out on both of those things. And I felt like I was dropping the ball in both of those categories. So what I really wanted to do was get laser focused on what is important to me, be very present. Where am I giving my attention? Like what category of my life am I giving attention to? And is that the best use of my time? Yeah, no, I can, I can relate to that. I can also say that me going myself, going into this journey, I was someone that felt like I had to be at work before everyone else. I had to work longer than everyone else, that the harder you work, the luckier you get that. And I was tying my worth to my work ethic and what others may think of me if I didn't put in the hours or I didn't work less. If I started working less, like, is it all going to go away? Is it all going to fall apart? Yeah. And, and I know that you resonate with this because we have so many messages that have came in that you're struggling with the same thing. So we just want to share what it's been like since we implemented this, the new behaviors and things that came up. So it's been a few weeks. The rules are no working past 5 p.m. and no working on the weekends. And for us, a lot of it too is to not talk about work after working hours, which as a married couple and as business partners... Is hard. Is very, very hard. And it's also hard to not work when it's something that you genuinely love Love. to do. Like when it's a passion of yours and you're building something and you're in a season of of wanting to move the needle to tell yourself to not work seems counterproductive. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I have had to go through. So I want to hear when we started this. You just... You just said something that's really important, though, is just because you love something doesn't mean you have to work 100 hours at it every single week. No, I think And I think there's a lot of confusion, like, because I actually was asked that 
I had someone actually ask me, Michael, are you just not crazy about what you do anymore? And it's like, no, I love what I do, but I also want my life back. Like yeah. I signed up for entrepreneurship for the freedom and the flexibility that comes with it. And then I tied everything I did into how many hours I worked. And so I locked myself into a, a job with 24 a 24 seven job. Yeah. Well, and I think when you're obsessed with something, you can easily burn yourself out too. If you don't kind of contain that energy, mm -hmm. it's this slow burn that has an end that you will go, okay. And it might make you get to the end and go, I hate this. Yeah. Something that you used to be obsessed with because you never gave, gave yourself the season to, to take a break or to have the balance, which we're learning. Yep. So 5 p.m., mm -hmm. let's talk about what you've learned, the things that have come up. Okay. Because when you change a behavior, there's a lot of things that are going to come up. This is with any behavior that you change in your life. There is always little tiny things along the way that you're like, oh, shit, I didn't know this was going to show up. Thanks. Yeah. So I want to hear yours. What I've learned. Mm -hmm. So what I've learned so far is, so I did a time study uh, to where I was tracking what I did every 30 minutes of the day. I did that for the first two weeks of our new journey. Mm -hmm. And what I found is that even by limiting myself to five o'clock, I was still getting a lot done, but I also found distractions that were taking up more time than I thought they were taking up. Like the social, like you wouldn't think recording a story and posting it on social, that actually takes up quite a bit of time. Like I, I was doing almost an hour a day of just take a story, post it, post it on every, every network. So finding the distraction. So email, mm -hmm. email's a big one. Yep. I was like an email gel almost like it was taking up hours a day. So the distractions by the time study, that was, that was something I, I think that was really beneficial for me. Um, I want to go to social media for just a second, <clears throat> because when you're posting a story, it's not just posting a story that takes very minimal time. It's very easy to get stuck in like whether it's, yes, whether it's 10 minutes or 15 minutes, it's very easy to, I'm going to post a story and then I'm going to scroll and then I'm going to hop over to this platform and then I'm going to scroll and it might be just a two minute scroll. But if you're doing yeah. that on every platform, I think that's a sneaky distraction that we say, oh, I don't spend that much time on social media and it adds up. Do a time study. Yeah. <laughs> Time up. study. Um, you should. You should do a time study. Uh, that would be something I'd recommend. Um, the other thing I, I've learned throughout this challenge is that actually I can be super effective and efficient in the time I allow myself if I'm very strategic and intentional about my day using time blocks, um, making, making sure that I'm super hyper-focused on what I'm doing at the time. Yeah. So eliminating distractions and just, Hey, for this 30 minutes, this is what I need to be doing. And on the flip side of that, however, what I found is, is by giving myself the five o'clock shut off, I have found that even when there's things not to do, and this goes back to, because I tie my, I'm working through, uh, working through tying my worth to my productivity. Mm -hmm. What I do for a living is even when I don't have things to do, I'm trying to fill my calendar with busy work yeah. to make myself feel productive, to make myself feel like I'm doing something to move the needle. When in all reality, 
on those days, I need to learn that it's okay to shut it off at two o'clock. It's okay to not always be working just because I have a five o'clock shut off time right now. doesn't mean that I actually need to work till five o'clock. Yeah. So when we did this, I'm going to give kind of the, the does behind that, the does scenes. Does that help? Like that's, yep. that's just the emotions like I'm going through right now. And that we have a team that helped. Like, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to not always be doing something. So when we did this, Michael and I work very differently. We have different energy levels. We have different times of the day that we would rather do things. And he has a lot of energy that he can use at a steady rate. So he can fill his day. And he's very strategic about this to where... What I was looking at on his calendar, we share a calendar that if you work with anyone um, in a partnership, I highly recommend sharing calendars. It'll make your, your life so much easier, spouses included. So it would start at 9 a.m. most days, 8.30, but 9 a.m. and he would, he would time block his entire day. So your entire day, I could look and see what time you're eating, when you're having calls, when you're creating content, when you're recording something, when you're training, when you're on a sales call, I could see all of that. And I think what you're speaking to right here is you were filling your day because you thought it's something that you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Like if I give myself a five o'clock shut off and I cut my hours, then I got to fill this entire day. Yep. What I did and I'm a very different human, is I tried to do the exact same thing. So I tried to time block and go, okay, this is what I need to do. And that's actually not how I work. Because the thing that popped up for me was I then felt like I was having to earn my rest. Mm. I had to earn it. So I had to jam pack my day so I could get rest. And at the end of the day, Michael and I felt very different. So at the end of the day... (laughs) Michael is twerking on TikTok, feeling incredibly energized, and I am irritable. I feel very uncomfortable. I feel like I didn't get a chance to finish my test on time. That's how I was feeling. And I think for me, it was because I felt like jamming all of that into my day didn't give me a break. It was not how I was working best, and I had to earn my rest. So how have you worked? Because we, again, we're three weeks into this. So how are you working through that? So the best thing that happened was we're actually coming off of egg retrieval right now for IVF. So last week and into this week, I don't work. Like I block my schedule completely off and I only focus on what I actually have to do to move the needle. And so when you take everything away and you say, okay, if you can't work, if you cannot work, what is the what are the things that you would be like, ah, this is where I get to insert my genius. This is where it gets to happen. So I think for me, what I have done is identified what is the thing that only I can do? And when do I do it really well? Like what pockets of the day and building in rest throughout my day versus stacking it all until the end. Because let's be honest, I have about four, maybe five good hours where I am like big brain energy. After that, I mean, the rest I need to be able to do on autopilot. I would say you're not alone there. I think that's, I think that's, that's me. That's, I would say that's 
most people like you to actually give it everything you have for more than four to five hours is a big brain energy. Ooh, you're exhausted. Well, and it brings to light for me, my whole point in living life is to be incredibly intentional, is to not miss the moment. Like, I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss my life. And so if I'm very intentional about what is the thing that only I can do and how do I do it well, when do I do it well, and and stacking that on my calendar and building time for rest, what I've found is there's only a few things that I really need to do that move the needle. And the rest I either need to delegate or I, I need to empower the people around me yep. to help me out. Um, and asking for help has been incredibly difficult. It has been probably the hardest, the hardest part of this is earning, feeling like I, I had to earn my rest and then asking for help. Mm. I don't like to do it. I don't like to release control. I don't like to have to depend on somebody. Who would guess? A type <laughs> A, Enneagram 3. I can do it myself. I can do it myself. So, yeah, that's that's really where we're at. But before we hopped on this call, mm-hmm. for this podcast, yeah. we were talking about, okay, what if we had one hour and we sat down with an agency owner, a business owner, a leader in your field, and we said, okay, you have one hour. That's all you can work every single day. We both, I mean, we we went back and forth and- But we both said the same, same thing. Same thing. We just said it in different, <laughs> different ways. Different ways. So I, I think this is incredibly mm-hmm. important because we fill so much of our day with busy stuff. Yep. With the emails and the customers and the, and it's like, okay, well now wait a minute, I want you to really think. Like well, you, you have one hour. You get so focused on the expectations, the goals, the targets, the KPIs, so the activities, the key performance indicators that you forget about what yeah. actually truly matters. Yeah. What what moves the needle when you're not focused on the trips and the trophies and the paychecks? What is the thing that actually because I think that's what we're searching for is fulfillment. Mm-hmm. We're redefining success. We're, we're wanting to show up and have a life that we are absolutely obsessed and crazy about and a business that's the exact same way. What do we say? What's the one hour? What are you focusing on? Your team. Yeah. The you, most important part in your business, like your team. You need to make sure that you are sharing your vision. Yep. That you are sharing that with your team, that you're constantly bringing that to the forefront and then you are empowering and developing your team in that vision. So what do they need? Like, what are we focused on? Why are we focused on this? What's the impact that it's going to make out in the world? The why. Why do we do this every single day? And what do you need from me as a leader to set you up? Because they're all a part of this vision. Your team has to believe more importantly about why you do something than what they're actually doing because you also want to create an environment where they feel fulfilled where they're excited because if you're burnt out as a leader if you're thinking that you're dropping the ball in some category that's going to spill out into your team that spills out to everyone that you're around and i think from a society standpoint we're done with that 
Like, we're so over that. Like, I, I don't want to work 40 years of my best years and get to the end of my life and be like, oh, I missed it. No. Ah, uh, so. Th and this is, but it's so true. Like, and it's funny when you ask that question, because you're like one hour, what's most important that only you can do, only you can do. Mm -hmm. You got to love on your team mm -hmm. and remember the why. Because so many times again, and I'm guilty of this. Like I get focused on the end goal, the activities it takes. Show your team some love. Like remember the vision, the mission. Why do we show up and do what we do every single day? There's two great books I'm going to recommend if you've never read. Um, Simon Sinek, Start mm. With Why, is absolutely fantastic. He has a TED Talk where he goes over the golden circle and breaks it down, how important it is. And the other one is Vivid Vision, where it kind of breaks down how to create a vision for your business, your life, and how to share that vision. And I think that's huge because as a business owner and as a leader, you have to hold a lot of different decisions on, okay, what do we do every single day? What moves the needle? What should I be focused on? That can get confusing and overwhelming. And if yep. you just focus on, okay, I'm going to be very intentional about why we're doing this and I'm going to love and develop the people around me, yep. everything else is going to take care of itself. Yep. So I think it was Richard Branson that said, if you take care of your team, your team takes care of your customers. Like, and it, you can, it can boil down to really relationships, mm -hmm. relationships. You're in the people business and your first most important relationship, well, is the one with yourself and then the one with your team yeah. when it comes to a business. So I think that that's just, and it's only what you can do as the leader, like creating that culture of buy-in of this is why we do what we do every single day. And that's what your team gets fired up about. You're passionate about. They feel fulfilled. They have a purpose. That's what it's about. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you to work harder. I'm going to tell you to be more intentional. I grew up in a small rural North Missouri town where people work before the sun comes up and they work until the sun goes down and they are incredibly hard workers and that that is not equated to wealth. So it's not that. It's about being intentional and it's about doing what you love with people that you love around you. A hundred percent. And as I've shared, I felt like a hypocrite when we started this journey, because if you would have asked me four weeks ago, is there any such thing as a work-life balance? I would have been the first person to be like, you were insane. There's no such thing as work-life balance. Do whatever it takes. You signed up for this. This is not true. Mm -hmm. This is what we've been taught. This is what's been preached. The harder you work, the luckier you get. Put in the hours, whatever it takes. <clears throat> if you can learn to be intentional with what you're doing during the day, and it doesn't matter what step of the process you are in in your business, you do not have to work 100 hours a week. Mm-hmm. You don't focus on what only you can do, empower those around you, figure out the needle movers. And that's what you need to be doing. Yeah. And I can tell you in just the three weeks of doing this, cause this is the first time ever in my professional career that I have ever established any type of boundaries. And by establishing a boundary of no longer working past 5 PM, I am the happiest I've ever been in my professional career. I have, it is amazing to me that how like 
having the shut off of, hey, no longer, you don't have to be focused on work anymore. You don't even have to think about it. You don't have to think about what's going on tomorrow. Like that's tomorrow. You don't have to think about what happened. Like it is now time to spend with you, Mm -hmm. my wife or Lola and Rocky and let's go on our walk and let's, or let's go out to a date night or let's go do something we haven't done before. I am by establishing this one simple boundary I am the happiest I've ever been in my professional career. I'm getting more done than I've ever done in a short amount of time in my professional career. We are accomplishing more mm-hmm. right now in the three weeks that we've ever accomplished. Um, and what has also led to me being happier is I'm sleeping better than I have ever slept. I have lower, like my anxiety is basically gone. And so these are just the few things that have happened in the the short three weeks. And look, I'm, I'm still trying to figure this out. There are plenty of days where I'm trying to stay busy because I'm again, tie my worth to what I do for a living. But on the reverse side of this whole work life balance journey, it has been amazing. Just like you said, I'm doing freaking twerks on TikTok, like whatever, <laughs> whatever that is. I'm excited. Like, it's like, holy smokes, like, great. Like, yeah. what are we going to do? Because think about this. That's four hours. And I was working till eight o'clock. I just freed up by not working on weekends and not working past five o'clock, about 40 to 45 hours a week. What are we doing with all that time? And mm-hmm. that's something obviously me and you're, you're working through, but we're finding our fun. It's been great. Yeah. With challenges, but it's been great. Yep. So if you are listening and you're feeling the nudge, reach out to us, shoot us a DM. We've had a lot of messages about this. This is something that was really near and dear to us to make sure that we were very intentional with how we were spending our life because we get one shot. This is it. We want to make the most of it. We want to do work that's incredibly fulfilling, but we also want to have incredible relationships and have so much fun. Like this is this whole experience is supposed to be fun. So thank you for listening. Thank you for coming along on the 5 p.m. Are we calling it the 5 p.m. club? The 5 p.m. solution? <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that we're, out. We're All still, I know we're still working. Is it's been that. great. It's been a it's been a fun journey so far. And it's we're doing it for a minimum of three months, yeah. 90 days. So um yeah, please uh shoot us a text, 816-727-7610. We'd love to talk to you. Love to uh, for you to be part of this journey. And um, as always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have. We appreciate you spending time with us. Go out, make it great. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Insurance Buzz. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. If you want to take your insurance agency to the next level and join our community, simply check out Weaver Sales Academy at www.weaversa.com. Again, that's www.weaversa.com or visit the show notes on our new and current programs we have available exclusively for you. As always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have And I appreciate you spending it with me. See you on the next episode.